Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And down the stretch we come, 909. We're going to talk to Dr. Judy Ho in a second, uh, maybe around 925, a little bit more in the second half of the hour. Valentine's Day is kind of getting caught up with Mardi Gras. It's the day after Mardi Gras, but we're going to get some tips from Dr. Judy Ho about how to keep your relationship healthy, how to keep your friendship strong. We're going to talk about soulmates, too. Is, is that a real concept? Or um, I was listening to an interesting podcast yesterday, Hidden Brain is the name of it, and and. I would suggest it if you're looking for something interesting to listen to. Um, and they were talking about a woman, a psychiatrist, that had lunch with somebody and thought that she was attracted to the guy because of what she felt and the physical reactions to her body. Come to find out, she was sick. She was having a flu and, and got violently ill when she went home. So we'll talk about doc, that with all of that with Dr. Judy Ho about soulmates and so forth and falling in love. First, though, Nuts and bolts, engineering, this world wouldn't, they, they are the unsung hero of our civilization, our, our engineers, Kim Jovanovich, and I'm not kidding, Jim, Kim Jovanovich, former assistant dean of engineering, current professor of practice in electrical and computer engineering at my alma mater, UNO. We had Dub Lane on earlier, an associate professor of economics and finance at UNO. UNO built the middle class of this city, engineers built the city. And we welcome in Kim Jovanovich. How you doing, Kim? I'm doing fine, Tommy. That was a, a fantastic introduction. Well, no, but I'm not kidding. I think engineers, and look, I, I'll be honest here, engineers can be different people sometimes, right? You have a very concrete way of looking at things, but um, but not for you, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing would have happened. How would we have advanced in civilization without engineers? That's exactly right. In fact, um, what's really interesting is right now, Several of your listeners are probably listening to the WWL 870 on AM. And, of course, that was invented by an individual by the name of Reginald Fessenden way back in the early 1900s. He was an electrical engineering professor eventually at Purdue in uh, Indiana and eventually became a professor at the University of Pittsburgh. And I think it's important, Some- Kim, to note that Drew Brees would eventually go on a Purdue. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to throw that in. That's exactly right. He uh, engineered a lot of football games. He did. Us. There you go. <laughs> and if your listeners are listening to 105.3 megahertz, which is WWLFM, that was also invented by an engineer, electrical engineer, by the name of uh, Edwin Armstrong uh, back in the uh, about 1928 or so, give or take. So you see already – Engineers have made a contribution for which we take for granted. If not, I'm just yelling out of the window, Kim. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, Tommy, when when we were growing up, 
there was a national will for space exploration, you know? I sure was. Uh, I remember rushing to the television set to watch the next launch of yeah. something, and I remember television sets being rolled into the classroom so we could watch some spacewalk or something being launched. And uh, that was a that was a great motivation for a lot of young people, myself included, wanting to be part of that adventure. But you know, as as society changed, um, there wasn't as much emphasis on that adventure anymore. There were other things. There was Cold Wars going on. There was Vietnam going on. There was all of these other things that took us away from that adventure. And so. Uh, organizations like the National Science Foundation realized that they needed to do something about it. And so they started this uh, movement for STEM, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. And and I always say when I talk to parents and school kids, um, you can't pronounce that word without the E. And so the word engineering in there for the E glues it all together. And, And let me see if I can give you an example of that. A scientist walks into a room and he sees someone sitting on a chair and right away his curiosity kicks in and the scientist says, I wonder why that person's not falling out the chair. There must be a reason for that. And so that analysis takes them into the realm of gravity and weight and mass, for example, and motion perhaps. And that is all written down for us in the, in the laws of the universe, right? The physical laws of the universe. And that's expressed to us in the language of mathematics. The engineer comes along and he looks at that chair and he says, how can I build a better chair? And so in order to do that, they have to, the engineer has to understand those laws, which fortunately are given to us by the scientists and the mathematicians who are very smart people. But we have to use those. And that's why engineering sometimes is considered difficult is because we're trying to learn engineering approaches to things, while at the same time, we have to learn the physical laws by which we're bound. And so it's it's quite a, a, a different perspective. You need them all. The word engineer, though, comes from the word ingenious. And I think nobody understood that better than Walt Disney, because Walt Disney calls his engineers imagineers. And that's what it takes. It's that creativity. It's that difference. It's this, I wonder if I can do this kind of mentality. And so so we see things evolve. You know, I wonder if I can have a car that could drive itself. Sure you can. It takes an engineer to, what if? Can I? Yes. And they did. Can we put a man on the moon? I mean, can we really launch somebody from this planet, put them on another planet and have them walk around, for example, on the moon? The answer was, of course. And we did. And now we say, you know, can we put something on our wrist that enables us to determine where we are on the surface of this planet? it sounds like a dream, but it was done. And, you know, can we launch something that will release a robot and it'll crawl around on another planet and maybe launch a little helicopter and fly over the planet? Of course we did. And now we say, is it possible for us to put people on the planet Mars? And in a little while we will. 
And so that's why engineering is so important. And so one week a year, uh, and it's always the week of Washington, uh, George Washington's birthday, we celebrate National Engineers Week. It's a time we set aside every year to just appreciate what engineers have done for us to evolve technically uh, our society we live in. And the reason for George Washington's birthday is because we consider George Washington the first engineer because of his surveying abilities. And, and of course, today that falls in the domain of, of civil engineering. And so the University of New Orleans every year for many years has celebrated National Engineers Week, but we do it in one day. And so we've assembled uh, a large number of our industrial partners, um, and they will come out here to the university. And then we've invited all of the greater New Orleans area schools from 6th to 12th grade. And we said, hey, if you would like to come out to the university center, we will have all these things on display for you. Uh, we have everything from uh, underground piping to concrete to gravitational observatories to space exploration to power generation to wind power just a tremendous cross-section of our um, industry partners. And the reason why it's so wonderful to do is because it allows us to expose young minds and young people and teachers to what engineers do, how they do it, and why they're important in society. Um, so, again, uh, College of Engineering uh, is very pleased to be able to offer that that kind of thing. Um, and it's February 21st at the university in the university center. If somebody's listening, a teacher's listening right now and they want to get involved or if the school's not involved or do you guys reach out recruiting? How does all of that work? Kim? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Well, a little bit of all of it. Uh, all of the schools, the counselors and teachers were sent an invitation to register to come bring your kids out to UNO for the day. Uh, all they have to do is fill out the registration form, and uh, that just gives us an idea of, of loading. We also show a movie that day. In fact, we have three showings of a movie called Dream Big. It was actually produced by the American Society of Civil Engineers. Uh, and so it's very much oriented toward uh, exposing young people to the whole process of engineering in some very unique areas. 
Uh, and so really that's that's all they need to do. I'm sure the schools have all received uh, copies of, of that invitation. It's just a matter of signing on. Is that something that kids, it seems like being an engineer was not popular, maybe in my day, but then there was a time where it really was, and, and intelligence was celebrated in schools as opposed to you're being the oddball if you were smart. What's the situation now, Kim? Yeah, you know, that, that's, a, that's a good thing. Many students want to steer away from engineering because they believe mathematics is difficult. Uh, I'll never make it through engineering. Uh, on the flip side of that, we have students that because they can operate a, a personal computer or they're real good at gaming, people advise them that they should become engineers. Um, we here at UNO, and I'm sure a lot of the other universities, have been really working hard with tutoring programs to encourage our students to be able to stick it out. Um, Tommy, I, I go out to a lot of the high schools when I'm asked in parent-teachers clubs to be able to talk to parents about what it's like for your son or daughter to be an engineer. You know, I've, I've been at UNO a long time, but a lot of that, three-quarters of my time here, I was out in industry. Um, so I, I've taught here, uh, well, I'll tell you, I, I've been associated with the University of New Orleans teaching 43 years. And of that 43, about 35 five of them, 32 of them, I was out in industry. I was doing research and development uh, engineering. And so I wear two hats here. I I can look at a parent and say, I know what the jobs are going to be like because I've had one. I know what the academic studies are going to be like because I teach. And so we here have a, a number of professors that are able to do that kind of thing, wear both hats, so we know what they need we know what they need to study, and we know what their careers are going to be like. And so we use that as a way of just mentoring our students here. Uh, and we also try to encourage them out in, in the high schools because we do, do need engineers. The engineering workforce uh, is dwindling. Uh, many of the older engineers are retiring. We don't see the replacements coming in. And this is not something that AI is just going to immediately pop up and do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a lot of experience to be able to program that AI as to what to do. And that's what we need human engineers for. So there is a, there is a, a drop off, but, but Tommy, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a cycle. Uh, something happens that's technology, um, you know, all of a sudden wind power now, will probably be one of those areas, alternative power sources, green energy. These will be the things that will re-stimulate people wanting to get back into and study engineering in, in colleges. And so we're, you know, we're available to, to chat with, with students, uh, parent-teachers club, homeschoolers, you know, what, whatever it takes. Uh, we're in the mode to make sure that this community understands how important the University of New Orleans is to it. And the Robert M. Savoie College of, of Engineering, uh, which is our name here, uh, Dr. Uh, Robert Savoie College of Engineering, we want to make sure that we uh, let people know that we're solid in the community and we are good at making engineers in the community. Kim, I thank you for your time. I appreciate the efforts of all engineers. How can people find out more about UNO National Engineers Day? 
All they have to do is look on our website, www.uno.edu, or they can contact us um, by looking at www.coe. Um, I think it's uno.edu slash coe, or they can just send an email to coe um, dean at uno.edu. All right, so I hope you had uh, success. Thank you again for all you do. I hope you have a nice Mardi Gras, all right? Thank you very much, Tommy. I appreciate the time. Say hello to our mutual friend for me. I promise I will. All right. Kim Jovanovich, former assistant dean of engineering, current professor of practice in electrical and computer engineering at UNO. It's 923. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. The day after Mardi Gras is uh, Valentine's Day, and it can be a tough time for people that are either dealing with a breakup or maybe loneliness. So we'll talk to Dr. Judy Ho about that and also about how to keep your relationship strong so you're not dealing with a breakup or loneliness. Glad you're with us. Stay with us. Back in a flash, WWL. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.